Hi, I'm Betty LaRue. I'm Vivian Vega. And this and is... This is- Revolution, Revolution Rosies. Rosies. Oh, we almost we, had it. We had it for like. We're going to get it back again. We'll get it back again. It was like halfway. It was like halfway there. (sighs) Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. So always so close. We're always so close. Um, Very close. Very close. Anyways. So, um, want to catch up a little bit? How's that going? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm done with, uh, seasonal transitional illness. I've had enough of it already. Uh, my house is a crazy mess and I'm feeling, uh, majorly, agitated by everything because yeah as like a default parent not because it's like mike's fault or anything like that but because like when a child Uh feels bad they want their mother they want their mother yes i still do i still do yeah yeah and then when and then i mean like i'm fine with that i'm perfectly okay you know like she's uh, the poor thing is struggling like it wakes her up every time she tries to sleep um but then like i get exposed to covid so he like left the house twice this weekend um, but I'm like, I'm just staying inside. I'm trying to like isolate and doing my, my, my part. And, uh, I, he's like, I wasn't doing any fun. And I was like, yeah, but you, you left. Yeah. Like, like, I, I like, I'm not mad at you. I have jealousy yeah. and jealousy <laughs> because like I had plans this weekend to like go and do things adult-like and she was going to go stay with your grand or stay with her Nana. And like, I was going to do a, like, I had, I had excitement. I had plans. And like, just the fact that you get to leave the house brings me jealousy. And I'm just like, I'm not, I'm, I'm trying not to feel resentment towards you. Cause it's not like your fault, totally. but like, you have to understand that I'm like struggling. I'm having a very big mental struggle right now. So that's me Yeah. in this moment. Yeah. I get you. I totally get you. I, uh, we all had COVID at the same time in September. So, I mean, I guess lucky us. Uh, but we, we, none of us, no can. one gets to leave. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if mama can't leave, nobody can leave. No. Yeah. I tested today and it came back ne- negative because like, I think that Hazel is just, she's reached this point where she's like super loving. So she just like the other day she fell down and she was crying. Cause I think she like stubbed her toe and I ran to get her and I was like, are you okay? What happened? As I'm like holding her and she's like sobbing, she's got her head on my shoulder and she's like, <laughs> just kissing me as she's sobbing. She is though. She's big on like kisses recently, which is why I think I'm sick and not because I got COVID from my coworker. For sure. Yeah. Cause yeah. my daughter loves me too much. And you know what? How can you be upset by that? You can just drink bourbon about it. That's all. (laughs) Uh, Well, a little bit about what our household has been experiencing. Mm -hmm. Nothing, nothing Mm -hmm. illness related by any means, but we've been celebrating. That's amazing, by the way. Thank goodness. Yes. Well, Winston's got fall allergies, pretty, pretty wicked, but he gets those every year. Poor sweet soul. I feel so bad for him, but, um, but we've been celebrating fall, like nobody's business. And we've been like doing Halloween movies paired with like a snack. 
And so like, um, these are so cute. (laughs) Recently we did Beetlejuice with sand dirt pudding and gummy worms. Um, and then so cute. (laughs) And then we did, um, like for mommy and daddy movies, we've got, um, Dracula coming up with sweet red wine. Cause he goes like what sweet music they make. <laughs> um, and then so the red cute. Wine. Um, and then we have uh poltergeist coming up with the charcuterie board because of the raw or the rotten meat. Um, so we, you know, I've got it all planned out, but we are drawing like post-it notes and stuff. Um, and then we've been just going to every activity possible because, I've been in, I've been like vicariously living through your, uh, Instagram and Facebook lately because we haven't been able to leave the house. Like Hazel's been sick. Cause like the last time I talked to you, she had double ear infection. Yes. Yep. And then did I tell you after that Frankie had double ear infection, the dog Frankie? and then Manchu, men, Manchu had double ear infection. How? Um, I'm still dealing with the medicine for Manchu's double ear infection. Plus he's got oh, an abscess tooth oh, and a heart murmur. Um, and because of his age, they had to do like a, uh, like a heart scan to make sure he could go under anesthetics for his abscess tooth. So like for the last like month we've been dealing with like, and then as Hazel was getting sick again, she started to like hold her ear again. So she's on medication again to Ugh. prevent her from getting another ear. So it's been nothing but ear infections in my house for like a month. I've never even in my life heard of animals getting ear infections like that. All of our animals get this, have fucking fall allergies, Jessica. Sorry, Vivian. <laughs> what in the world? It's fine. What in the world? Have you, ever, have you ever in your life heard of my dog and my cat have fall allergies? <laughs> so like Frankie's paws will get like all red and like they'll get like chapped and she starts to like scratch all of her skin. And then Manchu will like lick off his fur until he has patches and he's just like really, really bothered. And that's why they both got ear infections because oh, both my of my animals God. have fall Animals. My animals have fall allergies. That's insane. my whole household has such bad fall allergies that we're all getting sick. My daughters had two ear infections, and my animals have had ear infections. What the fuck? I <laughs> like, what is that? What is that? You ever? I've n- literally never. Sorry. I've sorry. That all stemmed from me being like I'm vicariously living because all I want to do is take my daughter to a pumpkin patch, and I'm watching you and freaking little Mary and her little that cute like little like oh. Later, Hosen, what was she wearing? <laughs> so cute. So, um, yes. So Blanchine Glamsey made her, um, like, it looks like a leaf, but it's like, I call her my little plant. It's just like this beautiful little, like, knitted, like, crocheted, um, like, it looks like a leaf. And it's got little I, mushroom buttons. And, and Winnie is such, like, a, like, scarecrow. glowing big brother. He's so, like, sweet. He wants, he wants all of his costumes to match hers from this point forward. Shut up. Of course he does, because he's an amazing big brother. I know, I know. I was like, man, I wish I had a big brother like him. I don't have a big brother or a big sibling. I'm the oldest, so, but yeah. I, I wish I had one like him. But anyways. We're going to make Hazel a spider this year, because she's obsessed with spiders right now. I love that. You saw the video of her at the... I did. You, I did. You saw, yeah. Like at the Halloween shop, cuddling that giant you know what? spider. Our our flautist has a um a like almost like a backpack that is a spider, and it lights that's what up. I'm gonna do yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Hazel, I saw them online, and yes. I think that they're so cute. So yeah, cute. you know, like Snapchat has like those scary filters, and there's a scary yeah. filter on Snapchat where a spider crawls across your face. She wasn't. And scared. Mike did that. 
No, she started singing Itsy Bitsy Spider. It was like, Itsy Bitsy Spider. What is wrong with you? That's amazing. What is wrong with you? Um, <laughs> anyway, okay. sorry. No, you're, you're fine. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna hop into an actual no, news story. We haven't had one of those <gasps> in forever and no. ever. Um, but it's, I feel like it's pretty important right now. Um, so have you been hearing what's going on in Iran? Yes, this is a very, yeah. Okay. So, um, I was watching John Oliver recently tonight. (laughs) And, um, so in case you aren't aware, um, there is a woman recently who I believe she was like an entertainer of some sort. Um, her name was Masa Amini. Um, and she, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Masa Amini. And she, um, got killed because of her morality, um, being in question by the the thing is, is that she just died of natural causes Mm. in the custody of the morality Uh police. Correct. Correct. And she was like, what? 20 something. Yeah. Natural causes, natural causes. Um, yeah. Um, and the reason she was in the, the quote unquote care of the morality police was because I think she had too much hair showing, um, her hijab. Yeah. Right. Um, so, um, anyways, the reason I'm bringing this up because this is about a month old. Um, the reason I'm bringing this up is because there's been months of protest about this and the most recent protest that has been, um, in the headlines is making me beam with pride. Okay. Because it is teenage schoolgirls. Yes. Teenage schoolgirls. And I'm they, getting goosebumps again. Know, like it's beautiful. And they are shouting death to the dictator. And they are throwing jars and cans at people in the government at their heads and they're running for their lives. It is a beautiful thing because they're thinking to themselves, they can't kill us all. And you know what? Right. I don't fucking care if they do the at thing this is, point because they're going to try to kill me anyways. And it's I was going to say, and the truth of the matter is these little girls, these little girls, these like children, little these girls, girls, yes, they could actually be killed. Absolutely. Absol- absolutely. Killed. They've already killed hundreds of protesters. Yes. Yeah. And the thing is, is that um, one of the important things to bring it up on something like this kind of social media too, is that they've shut off their internet and their outside news sources. So mm-hmm. people don't see what's they're like, everything is don't, don't look here. Everything mm-hmm. is fine. Everyone mm-hmm. is happy. They like being like this. Right. They like it. And I have to say, like, look at pictures from like the sixties and like, oh. I think it was like the fifties, sixties yes. up to like the seventies. This was not a country that made women no. wear hijabs no. up until the recent history yes. because they got taken over by, and I'm just like, if you don't think that it could happen here, if you don't think this is important, I, absolutely, and that something like this could happen here, just look at Seriously. them from the fifties, the sixties, up until the seventies, because mm-hmm. it went from freedom mm-hmm. for women. It went from freedom for women yep. into none, and yes. it can happen, and it did mm-hmm. happen. And do not think for one second, like, and I'm not, I'm not trying to pull away from their importance because their importance is so important. Like what is happening it's is so important is because it is, it's, it's a staple for every other country. It's not it like they're, a, it's anywhere. not like they're a third world country. You, people like to, well, and that's the thing is people like look at them and they're like, oh, they're brown and their mm-hmm. religion is different. Mm-hmm. And no, no, this is the exact kind of religious overtaking 
that we're looking at right mm-hmm. now. Yep. We're seeing it in this country exactly right now. Exactly. If you don't think that that can happen to us, look at them in the fifties and the sixties exactly because right. their women were not, they were not treated. They were, they weren't until a fascist religious regime took yep. over. Yep. So if you don't think what's happening important, you're fucking dead wrong. Exactly. They start with some quote unquote, simple things like taking away abortion rights, taking away, you know, Oh, look, they can't drive a car now. Oh, look, they can't vote again. Oh, vote look, anymore. they can't, they, their housing, have a job. they can't buy a house they by a themselves. Job. They can't have credit anymore. Right. They can't, yep. ha- you know, like, these are, th- these are the rights that we have earned. If you don't think that those are things that we have earned, then you know, need to look at women's history in America because Seriously. these are rights that we have earned yeah. in America in the I mean, last like 50, just, 60 years. Just as, as recently as the seventies were women allowed to even buy houses by themselves like, or have credit. Seriously. Like what, if you don't think that that's not recent, then you're not paying attention. <laughs> like, less, it was actually less time than Roe v. Wade. Yes. 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 So if you don't think it can be taken away from us, we've had it for less time. Yep. Absolutely. So this is like, please just like understand how important you need to pay attention to what's happening in other countries always. And, and let me say, I have to point out, but anyways, um, these school children are very fucking on it. Yeah. No, no, you keep, you keep going. No, I just wanted to bring it back because I'm really fucking proud that they are like so young and And, they're like, no, I'm fighting. They are not, it is not like, they are not like quote unquote fighting for their lives in a way that like, I don't know, you would think like American white children would be fighting for their lives in some, some protests. Like these young ladies they're are actually absolutely fighting. being killed. Yes. They're absolutely being killed. Absolutely. Um, so it's super important. Yes. Um, and like, I do want to say that, like, if you want to, you know, poo-poo, I mean, like, you have every right to poo-poo the Democratic Party, but I will say that, like, we are, like, there are promises that are coming to fruition, fruition which are very important to be like, hey, listen, I know that I don't want to tell people to hold their nose and vote, but please look at people and vote because it's really important that you vote at the midterms coming up. Yeah. Because yeah. it is going to decide women's rights. Yep. It's absolutely deciding women's rights. Um, the things that have been put forth and done recently are really amazing things. Like the best, um, <clears throat> the best like uh, global warming um, bill has been signed recently, like that in the last like 40 years. Yep. Um, the, the, that, that, the weed felony has been dropped yes. and that he's asking for people to, you know, like in, in their States to also drop because he's like, I can only do it at a federal level, but your States can do it. And I'm asking mm. them to do it. I'm asking for the FDA to relook at weed because it should not be classified, no. you know, up here. Um, the, uh, the, the student loan oh. debt relief, like these are, these are tangible things that have actually been done. Yeah. They're actually being done. And like, <laughs> like, I know that, I, I'm not saying you should always be a Democrat. There, there's like no reason to, to like question anyone, but like, look at what's actually being done and look at what party is literally trying to take away your rights right now. Yeah. And at this moment in time, that's what's important. I'm not I, saying I that think it's that, going to always be important, but that's yeah. what's important right now. I think that unfortunately our, our base is probably already doing that. I know we're not telling anyone that doesn't already know, but I, know. I do want it to celebrate sucks. the fact that these things are, be- <laughs> I do I want to, I do want to celebrate, new, but 
I don't think yeah. so. <laughs> but here, here's the thing though, is I've, I've spoke, I've spoke to young folks at some of our live show that has said like, oh, they're the same side of two coins at mm-hmm. our live shows. The people that are watching us and be like, I love your podcast. And I think what you're doing is amazing. Well, I think, and I'm like, oh, I remember being 21. And I remember mm-hmm. seeing things like this because, yeah. you, because you always feel lied to by the but, establishment oh, because you're going from childhood into adulthood. And there's a lot of lies there Yeah, yeah. going from childhood into teenage, into adulthood, you realize all the lies you were told. Yeah. And then it makes you question all of everyone and everything. Mm-hmm. But like, you need to look at like actual rights being taken away and how far it's willing to go. And it's Absolutely. going fast. Oh, God, so yeah. anyways, I'm done. I'm sorry. You, yeah, no, you had an excellent point what you brought up with, and I turned it back on hey. us because I'm an American. So I'm like, look <laughs> at us again. Um, but, but what you, that's th- what we like, do. That's what we do. <laughs> no, um, I, I just wanted nice. to bring that up because I, we just watched it tonight and I was like, whoa, yes, we needed to watch this episode for a reason. Of course, I'm going to bring this up. Like, yeah, I, I saw it on TikTok and I literally almost cried. I know it's so You're, good. Yeah. So, yeah, so good. good. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's in no way a good way to transition into who I'm talking about. It ha- means absolutely oh, wait, wait. nothing. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. It I know is. this isn't Halloweeny, but I'm going to do this. Okay. Ready? Okay. Yes. I'm ready. Wayne's world. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect transition. Look at that flawless. I'm wearing a flannel. I can do it. And I'm wearing denim. 90s. <laughs> Fantastic. We're doing Perfect. It. We're do- we're there it is. Yeah. Awesome. Um, okay. So I'm not going to tell you who I'm doing. I'm just going to hop in. And then I want to see if you can guess by the very first line. I don't, it's a Halloween person. Okay. 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 And it's just one hint. And a okay. birthday. It's one hint in a birthday. Okay. Okay. Born November 22nd, 1958. So do the math real quick and you can guess an age range. Okay. Okay. In Santa Monica, California to super famous parents. So they're like 70, 80. Mm-hmm. 58, 70. 58, yes. 60, <laughs> so 70, like in- 80, 90, 08. No, 60. 18. 60, 60, like four. Oh, yeah. Super famous parents in California. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Related to my Halloween. Bro- I, can, I, can I tell you right now that I almost was like, and it's a woman. It's, <laughs> of course, it's it a woman. It is a woman. <laughs> it is. Um, <laughs> oh, Drew Barrymore. No. You think she's in okay, her sixties? <laughs> no, I don't. But it's the only like Halloweeny woman I could think of off the top of my head that like. I'll tell you the, who the parents are. Oh, 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 oh. no! I don't know okay. if her parents are super famous. Um, what's her name? She's got an amazing body, and she was in True Lies. Yes, it is. And her parents are super famous. Yes! Parents are Janet Lee and Tony Curtis. Jamie right. Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. A yeah. life in the spotlight from birth. Jamie, you know Lee what's Curtis. sad is that my brain was like true lies instead of not Halloween the body of work, not the movie, not the movie Halloween. But she's like literally that's Halloween season. My brain was like Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's me. What is wrong with me? She's, yeah, okay. she's got a, a slamming body. She's in the movie True Lies. 
It's like, yes, she is. She does. She's, and she's got one of those like really like. There's this dancer uh, who's in like her sixties or seventies on uh, TikTok who's got the same kind of like this like chiseled older lady. Mm. Like she's fine. Sorry, go ahead. She's fine. Hey, when you got it, work it, man. So anyways, uh, her parents divorced shortly after birth in 1962, um, after her birth, not after they were born. (laughs) That'd be weird. (laughs) I mean, they could have got divorced before she was born. No, I, I, I just worded it weird. Her parents divorced shortly after birth. Oh, (laughs) she was like, here's your baby. Here's your divorce papers. (laughs) Goodbye. Um, and then, uh, so she stated her father was never really interested in being a father. So she spent most of her time with her mother, Mm. Janet Lee, um, who is just get it, Janet. Um, and she was raised as an actress by an actress. Like she was raised like just to be exactly like her mom. Um, Janet is an amazing name, by the way. And aunt Janet, Janet Lee. Also, like Janet perfect Lee? pairing, Janet Lee. Yeah, perfect it's pairing. real cute. Yeah, sorry, I, my brain just went like, "Wow, Janet's a great name." Janet, 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 Janet. <laughs> we, we both went there. Um, she grew up. Uh, she grew up obviously wealthy and was able to attend great schools. And she graduated from Grom. Hmm, gonna fuck this up. Grom Schoet. Grom Schoet. Grom Schoet. It's spelled C-H-O-A-T-E, Rosemary Hall in Connecticut in 1976. Grom Um, So no matter how you pronounced it, it was better than me. There you go. I I, listen, there ain't nothing, there ain't nothing coming from this small town girl. (laughs) Um, I didn't go there, obviously. Um, after graduation, uh, she returned to California where she went to college and studied. What do you think she studied? Biochemistry? (laughs) No law. Okay. I was not far off. If you were, you know, like, if you think about it in the long run, it wasn't theater. It wasn't theater. It wasn't. I knew it wasn't theater. I knew Mm -hmm. you can tell when you look at her, that woman is smart Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh she studied at the university of the pacific of the hmm, the university of the pacific stockton in stockton the pacific in stockton yes the university of the pacific in stockton there it is i'm not (laughs) i'm drinking water i'm drinking water i Um, made a nice fall whiskey drink so i saw that it's fancy um, she dropped out after a semester, however, um, and then she started acting because she was like, ah, what can I do? I'm from an acting family. I guess this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. But like, you can tell, like, especially not to say that like actors or actresses that go this direction are not smart, but she's spent 40 years in the spotlight and has not been like a problem. Yes. She's smart. Yeah. Yep. And she, look at she, that body. And she also doesn't see, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Legs full of days. Um, but like you can tell by the way that she she carries herself, she's like, this is a job. Yes. Like she it's a job for her. Well, she, grew up thing with, is like, she grew up with professionals. Yeah. You know, well, and, and she knew the kind of drama it could bring, and she was like, whatever, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna let it go to my head. This is just a job. Anyways, go ahead. She's a really yeah. smart woman. And I she's probably not she's probably not gonna marry an actor. Anyways, um, 
1977, she got a role in a debut episode of Quincy M.E. and went on to guest star in several series, including Buck Rogers, Columbo, and Charlie's Angels. So she was a guest star in a lot of 70s shows. Tell me she was like a smoking hot woman in the guest star of Charlie's Angels. I don't know who she was. Wayward teen. I, I have no idea. I don't know. She was. How do we even find that? Who knows? I don't know. That episode's on the internet. I'm sure it is. I'm sure we can find it somewhere. Um, Go ahead. So I'm sorry. She, no, you're fine. <laughs> um, this is going to be kind of a short one because, like I said, she's still alive. So <laughs> that's what happens. Um, I have a lot to say about her, apparently, and I didn't I, realize. <laughs> she's amazing. Um, I was trying to figure out who I should do in case he was like, um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Queen of Halloween. I know. I was like, oh my God, you're right. <laughs> Duh. You're like, I already, I already did Cassandra. Who else? I know. I, <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm at a loss. Um, so she was noticed in these shows and she ended up getting a lead role as brrr, Laurie Strode in a independent horror film in 1978 called Halloween. Okay. So I watched the movies that made us. Yes. Have you seen that episode with Halloween? I have not. It's honestly, truly brilliant how they did Halloween and like how it happened because it was an independent film. They had no budget. Yeah. They had a really good idea. Yeah. And slasher films tried to do what they did for Halloween a lot. They were, they were like, but they just kept adding more gore. And the point of Halloween was like, there's no gore. It's he's like just a, stalking it's a mis- you. It's he's a just there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's he's the just scary there. part of it. He's just stalking you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. that's what it made us. So like the, the, the Friday the 13th were like, let's add sex and gore to Halloween. It was like, well, that the point of Halloween was to be like scary, extremely invasively creepy. Yes. And so anyways, it was yeah. really interesting. But, and it was how smart fast he moves and how like creepy, like why are Slow you he's so going. big, but so silent? What is your deal? What is your deal? Yeah. What yeah. Is so anyways, yeah, I, it was brilliant filmmaking and yeah. she was brilliant in it. So yeah. like, and that was like yeah. her first actual like role as like not a guest star in a TV show. Very good. Um, the producer, Deborah Hill saw her name in the credits of a show and, um, knew her mother was like the horror queen, Janet Lee, and was like, I have got to have this one. <laughs> this one is that's right. Yeah. He was like, Wait, I, is that what's is that Janet's like, daughter? I, it's like, yeah, I know that name. I know that name. Curtis. Wait a minute. Tony Curtis. Wait a do, minute. Yeah. Janet Lee. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> if I'm gonna do horror, I've got to have her. And if Absolutely. I can have her in my cheap ass budget movie, mm-hmm. people might come. And they're to like, my wait, movie. she's she's just a guest star in a TV show. I bet she'll do this. <laughs> right. So um, she accepted the role and then she became a favorite of John Carpenter um, being later featured in The Fog in 1980. Um, and then obviously in every other Halloween movie ever made. Including um, the one that just came out? Just came out. Or is it yes. coming out? Just it just came, came out. out. Okay. Not getting the Can I be honest reviews. with you? Yes. Okay. So sadly enough, I know a lot about this stuff, but I've never seen a Halloween movie. I have, but only the first one. I have a very low scary movie tolerance. You know um, what? Um, you want to know a secret? Yeah. So, so does Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> she said she said one of her best friends is Sigourney Weaver, and she's never she's never been able to finish Alien. Alien? I, 
to be yeah and to be honest with you i think i could be best friends with jamie ludicker yes oh my god i could oh see myself god. like absolutely being best friends with she's, her she's so awesome um so then um after two horror films um it seems she had found her niche and she was then casted in a slew cast in a slew of horror films including prom night and terror train um in night and then in 1980 she was then in um halloween 2 um in the fog and then in 1981 oh halloween 2 was in 81 and then um in loads more after that so she was just like okay i guess i'm my mom horror queen so yeah i'm horror queen this is my job i guess i took on that title thanks a lot ma this episode of the podcast is brought to you by promo west productions if you want to check out a concert around columbus hit up one of these upcoming shows at AR music bar sue room on november 10th restless road on november 11th nightly on november 15th and machine head on november 27th or head on down to the basement to catch weedus on november 4th Barty's Strange on November 5th, Brother Elsie and Oliver Hazard on November 19th, and Disc on November 25th. To purchase tickets, visit AXS.com, or for more info, please visit PromoWestLive.com. All right, so luckily, um, people ended up giving her a chance in other genres, um, and she was eventually cast as Ophelia in Trading Places. Um, which was a comedy with Dan Aykroyd, um, who she later I forgot with. about in my favorite of hers, which is My Girl. I have not seen My Girl in so long that I forgot that her and Dan Aykroyd, we were even in it. Yes. Um, but anyways, um, and Eddie Murphy was in it and it was in 1993 and it earned her a BAFTA award for best actress in a supporting role. Um, and yeah. then she was in a comedy drama. I don't, the only reason I put this in here um, was because it was called, uh, it was in 1984 and it was called Grandview USA, which I thought was weird because we live so close to Grandview. Grandview, um, yeah, it's weird. And it was about like a small town in the Midwest. And I was like, weird. Is this about, I mean, our Grandview? I mean, I guess it could be I other mean, Grandviews, but it could have been a small town in the Midwest in 1984, even though it's like a, like a, a bleeding part of columbus Columbus? now but like yeah i know in 84 it wouldn't have like bled that far right yeah i don't know but it's with patrick swayze uh and then she soon ended up getting leading roles um like in a fish called wanda uh where (gasps) she ended up getting a bafta for best actress in a leading role um and then after that she was just getting slew yeah i mean like she was huge when like i really got to hear of what she was doing because like she not only was like a horror actress, but she was kind of a, a, a and I don't know why, but she was kind of like an a, a, a action actress, which for some reason I was super into action as yeah. a kid because I, I don't know. And I guess she was like, funny. And she was funny. She was so funny. And I love funny women. Yeah. She, she was like physically, she was very good at being like, I've got this hot body, but I'm so awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's, she was good at all, all the genres, which is really, really nice yeah, to see. Yeah. Um, um, and then this next part is like one of my f- favorite parts of this whole story. Okay. I just love this part because I'll tell you after. Okay. Okay. So in, ni- in 1984, she married one of my favorite movie comedians of all time, Christopher Guest. Okay. I love, 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 love every single Christopher Guest film that's ever been made. He was on SNL. He was, he, have you ever seen? Best in show. 
no, and I should have because it's got all the greatest people in it. Have you ever seen A Mighty Wind? Have you ever seen no. Mascots? Have you ever seen anything with Christopher Guest? Final Tap? Uh, <gasps> oh my God, <laughs> Betty. I'm not not Googling him right now. <laughs> You've never seen Spinal Tap? Oh, okay, 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 okay. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Don't okay, Google okay. too much. Don't Google too much. Don't Google too I'm much. Not, I'm just imaging, just imaging okay. so I like okay. know who we're talking to. Okay. Like, okay. okay. I remember him in Spinal Tap. tap. I remember his face. <gasps> Shut up. Okay, okay. No no more except for, oh my fucking God, this picture is so good. Come on, camera. Uh, yes, yes. Aren't they just Oh my God, look beautiful? at her dress. Aren't they beautiful? <gasps> everything, it's everything. I would... Uh, Okay. Every piece of this picture is immaculate. So I'm sorry. Go. I need to tell you a little bit about their love story. Okay. Just a tiny brief little bit of their love story. Okay. So, and um, he was in SNL too. And oh my God, he has the best characters, like literally the best characters I've ever seen of any person. Like he turns into different people anyways. Um, so anyways, um, I love their love story. It's the cutest thing in the whole world. She saw a photo of him promoting Spinal Tap and um said to one of her friends oh i'm gonna marry that guy and literally months months later they were married what and they're still married and they still post like they still post pictures on instagram about one another and they're just the cutest because they're so cute together i know because they look like you think of like couples that like look oh in this picture of her and him she's fucking stunning in this picture by the mm-hmm. way like every bit about her is so like manic pixie dream girl it is killing me um, um but they can, just i also want to tell you a little bit um about when they got married um nothing changed he was just an actor um but he had dual citizenship in the u.s and in england and he was part of a family in which had barons um and his father was a baron and his father passed away and he is now a baron which makes her baroness jamie lee curtis guest so she is i know that this is an audio medium (laughs) so i should be saying something and not just like she's holding her head acting like her mind is actually blown, which it should be because she is a baroness. I wanted to wait until this very moment because I knew that that would shock you. And I'm glad that it did. Like, I knew that I loved her like in small pieces. Cause I was like, mm-hmm. there's something about her. Mm-hmm. And it's also, for, it's also great that he was in the most hilariously raunchy film ever made. This is spinal tap. And he is a baron. <laughs> He is in charge of okay. making laws. <laughs> can I also can can I also point out that like if you look at pictures of them now, he's got the most most white father smile of all white father smiles, where it's just like he like smiles, but like the corners are cut. like it's that. Mm, mm, oh, he mm. is exactly like that intimidating. How do I explain it? If I ever met like him, that. I would be intimidated. I would and not be. He looks it, like everyone's well, dad. Did, I, he looks like it, but if you look at interviews and stuff of him, intimidating. Very, very Is he intimidating. Brilliant? Yes. Yes. And every one of his films, if you're a fan of Schitt's Creek, has Catherine O'Hara and um um Eugene Levy um and like that whole crew. It's like 
magnificent. Anyways, enough oh. of their relationship. Look at his goddamn body. Look at this goddamn body. I know, man. Sorry. Well, it's so good. If you ask, if you Sorry. ask Casey, it's one of the first pairs of tits he ever saw. So it, it's, but a lot, like honestly, and here's one of the things that makes me more angry. She was doing an ad. Oh my god, I remember this from a child. And here's here's the kind of shit that is, um, what they call microaggressions that you like keep with you your entire life. She was doing an ad for pantyhose in the nineties where she was at like a party and she got locked in a bathroom or something. And she had to climb out the window. Cause this is when she was doing action films <clears throat> and she had to climb out one window and climb into another window. And the pantyhose didn't snag. And that was the like ad, the ad uh, was like, right. You know, like action woman sure. pantyhose. And I had an uncle who said, she's got the like she's got a body like a goddess, but the face of a young boy. <gasps> and that stuck with me because I had seen her in things. Like I saw her in true lies before that. And like, she's like this, like, you know, like they, they do that scene, that beautiful scene where she rips off her dress and she mm. like pulls back her hair and the wetness and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's doing like that sexy mm-hmm. dance and she falls down because it's funny, mm-hmm. but like, she's seen as this like sexual human being and she's beautiful. I thought she was beautiful. She's got this like carved face and she's got this like beautiful body and she's got legs for days. And like to this day, it has haunted me that like, Oh, maybe she's not, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she's not beautiful. Maybe she does have like this beautiful body, but the wrong kind of face because that was said to me in a familiar situation. Right. When I was like nine Right. And I like, sorry, I, I, th- that was the thing that I was like, should I bring that up or should I, not? but it stuck with me. No, like, no. It, well, it and actually I, kind of traumatized me from that young age to be like, oh, can you be super hot, but also still be ugly? Oh, well, yes, actually. And, um, be, actually, just cause I, I think, needed another thing to hold me down. But you know what? As a um, child, I think that that's even hotter kind of. Uh, but she because, doesn't have like a traditionally yeah, beautiful face because she's not yes. like she's, she's not like Cla- she's ch- uh, Claudia Schiffer or like you know fucking right? I don't know I can't think of other traditionally pretty people why was Claudia Schiffer the only person I thought of because of the, the <laughs> time the time that we were talking about it oh you're right okay okay yeah, thank you yeah yeah, yeah yeah but like I, mean, I like, literally couldn't thing, think though, of anybody like, else <laughs> no it's fine but she's not Pamela Anderson or Claudia Schiffer in the nineties. She was Jamie Lee Curtis and she was gorgeous, but she wasn't traditionally gorgeous. So like me sitting next to a Poe Duncan man who is my uncle who could not keep a wife of his life dependent on it because he's a piece of shit gets to talk down to this celebrity who's got a smoking hot body and a hot face because he doesn't think that she's traditionally Mm -hmm. attractive and that Mm -hmm scarred me at a young age and did for the rest of my life. Like it's yeah. still something I think about and that's bullshit. And I should stop drinking whiskey before we talk online because I have a lot to say about a lot of things. <laughs> no, I'm glad that you did. Um, but the, anyways, back to their relationship, they adopted, Sorry, two. Da- yeah. no, you're fine. They adopted two daughters, Annie, um, born in 18, uh, 1986, 1886. That would have been a very old daughter. Weird. Adop- like that would have been like a vampire baby. orphan. Right. <laughs> Then they adopted Ruby, who was born in 1996. So a 10 year age. Also a name I love. 
Yes, Ruby and um, Annie. Ruby. Yes. Um, so in 1987, she fi- this is cool. Here's where her smarts come in. Um, in 1987, she filed a U.S. patent application, um, just like Hedy, my, my, my other person I did, um, that uh, was a modification of a moisture-proof pocket in a diaper that contained wipes. It allowed for one-handed wipe diaper accessibility. So it would be like a, a pocket in the front of the diaper that of had the diaper. That, yeah. That held like a wipe or two. Um, so that you could just use the diaper instead of bringing a whole packet of wipes with you out and about. Honestly, let me just say like, as a mother who got a diaper bag, that was like a utility bag, like a backpack that was masculine enough for the, for the father to wear, because that was a thing. And like, it has a million of her pocket, like just being able to pack a couple of diapers that mm-hmm. have a couple of wipes in them in your purse and then in your purse or in the eighties on a husband yeah. who wouldn't carry a diaper bag. Cause my yeah. diaper bag, they were like, it's gray. So it's unisex. Yeah. It's a backpack. So it doesn't look like you're carrying a purse. Right. Cause you're not the primary caretaker. <laughs> Anyways. So, I mean, like in the eighties, I could see where that would be like extremely important. Well, she actually refused to be marketed um, unless the companies that wanted to, uh, her work would use biodegradable diapers. This was in 87. <laughs> I love her. I know. Um, the, the patent expired in 2007 and is now technically public domain. So anybody can actually use it, but she did file for a second patent in 2016. Um, that is also related to disposable diapers. I don't know what it involves, but, um, I assume it has the same, like you can't use it unless it has biodegradable. Yeah. This is why I mean, like, this is another reason why I'm like people that are intelligent stay out of the limelight because they're Mm -hmm. not looking for the limelight. It's a job to her. Yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm also not saying that being in the limelight is a bad thing. It's just that one of those things where like, if you think it's a, just a job, which Mm -hmm. it is acting's a job, it's a, it's a valuable resource that people need. It's an art, it's entertainment. We require it as people. So you should see it as a job and appreciate it as a job. And you should depreciate the people that do it and say that their opinions don't matter. I will digress. (laughs) This is also why she stays the limelight though, is because she's not like, yeah, she's not, she's like, I didn't know how, like if Kim Kardashian was a baroness, you would fucking know. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Um, like I, yeah, it's Sorry, nuts. Go ahead. no, you're fine. Uh, I'm almost towards the end here. Um, but two fun facts. One fun fact: she is Jake Gyllenhaal's godmother. Who is okay? Wait a minute. They came from who, who's their family line? I have, I have no idea because I they're guess. from a famous family. Because they are. How is he? How is she Jake Gyllenhaal and not Maggie Gyllenhaal's? Like, because isn't a, she the older one? It's a godmother, so you can pick them. You can just pick who is there. You can pick different ones. Yeah. It feels Maybe. like a shade on whoever is Maggie Gyllenhaal's. Like, they were probably shitty parent. or they died. Right? Ooh, okay, maybe they died. Because, like, otherwise it's like a slate. It's like, mm, you were good enough for my first child, but mm, since then? Since but then? Jake is cuter or, like, <laughs> Maggie can take care of herself. And we know that these people wanted to be godparents, but we know that Maggie's a little bit more independent and Jake's not so much. And you're a little bit better. Yeah. So it could be yeah, either like, way. Oh, it sounds like a slight 
Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, they're dead. I'm sorry. Or they're dead. Um, <laughs> or they're dead. <laughs> uh, second fun fact: um, she, before Christopher Guest, she was married before um, to Adam Ant. What? Yeah. So she got like two really hot dudes, talented, just to marry. What the hell? (laughs) Yeah, that's random. Well, because she's super fucking hot and she's brilliant. She's Mm -hmm. probably funny and she probably has that I don't need you attitude. Mm -hmm. So not to, again, there is a specific type of woman who like gets a specific type of man. And she's that type of woman that's like, he can be funny. He could be doing his own thing. He can be kind of silly. He can be a rock star. I, I don't need him. So he yeah. doesn't feel like he doesn't feel like he is necessarily being like, I have my own. Yeah. And so yeah. she attracts the men that don't need women that need him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I don't know. What she yours- doesn't fucking need to. Right. Exactly. I don't know the years that they were married or when they got divorced or anything. That was literally all I found out. <laughs> yeah. um, Anyways, sorry. That's amazing. No, you're fine. Yeah. Um, I keep so, jumping in, but I'm so excited. About I know. This one. I know. She's cool. Um, so Jamie is a vocal advocate for recovery from alcohol and painkillers and opiates. Um, she became addicted to painkillers after a cosmetic surgical procedure and became sober um, completely from all things in 1999. Um, That's amazing. I know. Uh, She helped to, uh, she's a a huge philanthropist, of of course, because she's like perfect in every way. Um, And she helped to refurbish a synagogue where her grandparents worshiped along with several others in Budapest that suffered damage during World War II. Um, She's involved with work uh, with children affected by AIDS and offers a live-in 12-step program rehab for women in need. So if they can't afford a 12-step program, she offers them to come into this live-in program rehab center. Um, And then she is obviously very vocal about her um, addiction and she helps with, you know, those kind of things as well. she, uh, so she said after her father's death, she was completely, oh, that was my dog that scared the shit out of me. Um, <laughs> uh, after her father's death, she learned she was completely cut out of her father's will. Tony is. What? Why? I don't know. She didn't know either. Rude. She was like, what the fuck, dad? Like, I mean, Why? like, luckily she's well off and didn't need it but she was just like i mean like maybe that was why like to give him the benefit of the doubt maybe hit people like in his life that maybe needed no he was literally an asshole the entire time oh never mind well and then what's weird is like towards the end of his life they actually like made amends and she was like she actually went to this um she was doing like the synagogue work with him it was his family's like synagogue that she was helping to rebuild and um give her a necklace like, i mean it doesn't even have to be anything and he's anything. like it could be he's like no no thanks validate um, validate your children i know man it doesn't take a lot and it doesn't i mean like you wouldn't even have to give her much because she is like like personally wealthy you can right. give her a fam- family family value yeah. anything anything it I know. to completely cut her off is 
and and to not be in her life her entire life and then to but do then that to- is like pretty pretty fucked honestly i can tell you where he's at right now uh yeah the up place it's the down season it's it's the down place um so she continues to be a staple in the horror world and just recently reprised her role as laurie in the most recent halloween film and she made a huge splash in the film everything everywhere all at once which has been a facebook (gasps) status of many of my friends (laughs) and i've I've not not seen seen it yet but i've neither i it literally helped a co-worker with his everything everywhere all at once costume he's like hey you do like costuming and stuff right he like said it on the download you do like costuming and stuff right (laughs) how how would you get this to stick to your head like ratatouille style and i was like telling him about it so like i have no clue what the movie's about but why am i helping you get a raccoon on your head right yeah yeah i have no idea what the movie's even about i know nothing about it but i know everybody in the world yeah everybody in the world has been talking about it and she posted about it like every day on her Instagram. And I was like, well, fucking hell. All right. So I guess we're going to have to set aside some time to watch it. But um, she has written um, 13 children's books, um, some which sound super adorable, um, starting way back in 1993 and ranging all the way to 2018. So 13. I did not know that. I didn't either. I know. Um, she has two podcasts, two active podcasts, one called Letters from Camp that's on Audible um, that launched in 2020 and one called Good Friend with Jamie Lee Curtis for iHeartRadio that launched in 2021. Wait, she's been doing podcasting for like 20 years. What? Oh, you said 2020. God, my brain is, I thought you said 2000. (laughs) What? It's been a long two years. (laughs) It has. You know what? Yes. 20 years. Correct. 2020 is 20 years ago. 2020 equals 2000 to me in my head right now. Correct. Because like the world changed so much. Mm -hmm. It went from the 2000s to the 2020s. You're not incorrect. You are not incorrect. Your daughter's going off to college next year. (laughs) Next year. She's going to be 30. Um, (laughs) what am I doing with my life? Where are my grandchildren at? Oh Lord. Um, she has won about a million awards, including golden globes, MTV awards, people's choice awards, um, and British Academy film awards. Um, and then in 1998, she got her name on the Hollywood walk of fame. And in 2021, she was honored with the lifetime achievement award at the 78th Venice international film festival period end of sentence. She's still alive. She's still married. She's still living her life. Um, recently her, um, youngest daughter did come out as trans and she is a very vocal support advocate for that as well. And I just have to say like, how can you say that this fucking woman is not goddamn gorgeous? Uh, Your uncle's incorrect. how, like, why did that have to haunt me for 30 fucking years? Why did your shitty? Because you just needed this podcast this- to come back and tell you he was wrong. Yeah. It's a childhood trauma that I'm reliving in front of you right now. It's okay. We're going to, we're going to nip that one in the bud because he's incorrect and he, totally incorrect. Yeah. Meow, um, meow, 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 meow. My story- she's hot. 
She's super hot. <laughs> uh, my source is w- wiki and wiki only because her website basically just tells about like where to find her podcasts <laughs> and her books um, because she's just like, here is where you can find where to listen to this stuff. So she's still everywhere. She's she still very, yeah, very active. Uh, she's yeah, she's still doing it. So um, find her on Instagram. Uh, cause she's adorable and I love her and she, uh, hates Donald Trump very much. Um, just like everybody we talk about on this show, that's still alive. Um, and, um, go see her new movies. Cause she's still actively doing that as well. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, she is an amazing human. I didn't realize how cool she was. Like yeah. I have always had this, like, I just love her. She's a baroness because she's a baroness. I didn't know she was a baroness. I didn't know she had a patent. I didn't know that she, you know, was such a philanthropist. Yeah. Like I, like, I don't know. I always loved her because I always thought she was super cool. And she was like this action horror lady from my childhood. And she's yeah. perfect for she Halloween. Is. She is. Thank you. I appreciate it. You can thank Casey because I was sitting there like, oh my God, I don't know who to do. And he's just like, she's amazing. She's perfect for does. this time of year. Yeah. She yeah. Is. Absolutely. There you go. Done and done. Well, that was an awesome story. I learned a lot about Jamie Lee Curtis, who (laughs) I thought I loved just because I loved her. Uh, Turns out you love her in a deeper level, but there you go. (laughs) Now you need to get some rest, young lady. Uh, I don't do rest (laughs) anymore. I don't sleep anymore. Uh, I know it's, it's hard around here too, but Winston doesn't have school tomorrow. So I, have to work with two kids and um <laughs> at least one is of the age that you can tell them to go do something that's true that is true it doesn't it might not last for long but at least you can tell them to go do something exactly right but all right jamie lee curtis baroness jamie lee curtis awesome. uh guest Woo! she didn't and build so a house next- but she uh haunts She's your the dreams queen of in Halloween. the best way possible she is well, all right, guys. Uh, thanks for joining us for spooky season. We'll be back to be thankful about something. I don't know. Who knows what we're going to do? I doubt it. It's, it's a surprise. <laughs> Who knows? All right. Uh, but until next time, smear lipstick. And raise hell. Love you. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. This episode was researched, written, and produced by Vivian Vega and Betty LaRue. Our intro and outro was written and performed by our very own Vivian Vega with her band Electro Cult Circus. Our logo is by Amanda Braskett. If you're more of a visual person, head over to our YouTube for the video of this episode. You can also check out images to go along with each episode and added bonuses by following us on Instagram and Facebook at Revolution Rosies. You can send us your art, your inspirational women, and stories about amazing things you have done to revolutionrosies at gmail.com or on our website at revolutionrosies.com. Revolution Rosies is a member of the Loudcat Podcast Network. Loudcat.